Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense, but we are a science here to make things make sense. Today we're talking about our favorite science of the year, our favorite cultural moments of the year, as well as you know our resolutions and what we're looking forward to most in the coming year. 2023 has been a banger, slash maybe it was a flop. We'll be discussing that um, and reviewing, you know, side note, wrapped. Wow. Good job. Trying a new style Yeah, here. that was interesting. <laughs> Why? Well, I don't know. I was just like, let's say it was like, we want to we want to <laughs> reflect on the, you know, science of the year. And I just like, we just spent 10 minutes before behind be like, how do you pitch that? And then you did a good job, but it was like, you did go through all the different ways. <laughs> it's like, still just like, yeah, yeah. It's my curse to be so, like, okay, I have to include everything. No, no, it was good. Cause it's like, well, that's what like, our pod is. It's a mix yeah. of science. It's a mix of culture and it's a mix of looking at the future. And it is like, I don't know about y'all, but. I don't know. 2023. Okay. 2023 was good, but I always get sad around this time of year. So it's hard for me to end the year with a bang. Every end of year sucks. And I think something that helps, like we were reminded of something that happened a full year ago. And I think that put into context of us, like, oh, there was a lot that happened this year. Sometimes it feels like the year escapes you. And I can't tell if you're on your phone or what you're doing. I'm op- oh my god, sorry. I was looking up my list of things from the year. Oh, sorry. God, <laughs> like I'm, I'm just like texting rude. my family. <laughs> no, um, but I think maybe by the end of this pod, we should give a rating if 2023 okay was like a bop or a flop. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So my question to you off the top was: What is, was your top podcast of the year? Top, top podcast. Okay. Yeah. Like for me. The ones that resonated with me was the one on perfectionism. I enjoyed that because it was like interesting Interesting. to look into something that growing up I was told was good and was like a thing that you want to be. And then to like look at the science behind it and be like, people who have perfectionism have a mental disorder and are less happy. (laughs) (laughs) It was a little bit shocking. Also the, that what I found interesting about that was the procrastinate. Like when I think of perfectionists, I think about people who are like, CEOs and like you know heads of companies but then when in that episode we realized like those aren't perfectionists like the CEOs are actually people who are willing to make mistakes yeah they're willing to make mistakes they're willing to like pull the trigger make make decisions yes and I didn't realize how like debilitating perfectionism could be Mm. in the sense that it's linked to how I also thought it was like a quote-unquote good thing but some people could be perfectionists and then they don't even accomplish anything because they're just like completely crippled with like indecision or thinking there and it's sad because it's like perfectionists in my head have a lot of talent totally yeah because they like become obsessive over certain things there's a brand new um hidden brain episode that came out this week that touches on perfectionism which i thought was really interesting and how um 
perfectionists often when they dive into something focus only on the things that they know they will do well at and so that ends up cutting so many things out so like and i can relate to that where i'm like if i don't think i can do something well i'm just not going to do it at all like i'm not going to be compelled to do it but even within a field that you are really good at something what they notice is like perfectionists will often micro focus on details of things that they're already good at to get even better while sometimes neglecting other skills they could be building because they're not as good at those things oh, and so it like ends up <coughs> narrowing you in a way that's like not always very good do obviously. you relate to that i feel like you do lots of things it depends like i guess it depends on the context like the guy in this podcast was talking about he was like a professional diver or something and he would like hyper fixate on like the run-up of like the diving and then he ended up doing so many less dives because he was like focused so much on getting his like I don't know something like that on so he was in a little speedo and he was hot yeah he was told like oh diving is for nerds it's like all the people who aren't like fast enough or whatever like what it's like if there's one thing I know from the Olympics is that diving's for gay hunks (laughs) well often gays don't feel welcome in sports they're not I don't even think they're gay it's just like well you're wearing a speedo I remember like now we're side noting like broad daylight summer Olympics just like in my basement being like 2 p.m. Like, I guess I'm just going to go edge and watch diving. <laughs> <laughs> I never got like super into diving. Edging. That was another great episode. Oh, yes. Sorry, yeah. Sorry. We had lots of have, sexy episodes. Do you have others that were your faves? Um, I actually really liked love languages, even though I think the conclusion was like, they don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> but And I know people like that one, too, because lots well, of people listen to it. Well, it necessarily that they don't exist. is that they need to be re-updated because the man who created them was a little outdated. And that... Yeah. There is value, almost like astrology. There's value to talking about yourself and your morals and your, like, there's no reason to shit on avenues towards a deeper conversation. Yeah. And that maybe there needs to be some adjustments, for example, like finances Mm -hmm. and like, you know, I I felt like finances yeah one of the like updated love languages was about whether or not you cared about money Mm. and being spent on you like Mm -hmm. things like that where you're like that is interesting and valuable it's broader yeah i think it's like always an interesting conversation around labels and i understand why some people are like labels are bad they like restrict you but they also allow you to attach to things that help you understand yourself better sometimes so like do you agree yeah. You what? understand what, does that what I'm saying makes sense? Yeah. Oh my God. There's something about you today where I'm like, you're just looking at me and you're like, what? The way Crank looks at me when he's listening looks like I am literally speaking another no, language. No, because I have resting like, <laughs> like, like, um, like, what do you, is it Neanderthal? <laughs> like I just, my face never, I know people do this to me. Like, I could not tell okay? if you were trying to like signal me like you're not making sense. No, that's like no. a weird thing to say. No, I was, I, just, I was just listening. Obviously panicked and was like, I'm not making sense. No, I, I have often thought about labels, even, even labels of like sexuality, like being like I'm gay or queer or bi or lesbian or straight. Um, and I understand why some people are like labels suck. Like they just like force you to identify something. But sometimes I feel like labels can help you understand yourself. Yeah, especially someone like you who's indecisive. Yeah, they like to help that. to box me in because yeah. I'm a limitless <laughs> phoenix ultimately. Um, but without knowing my phoenix, I wouldn't know where to fly. Or what and to do. love languages, they the like consensus scientifically was that they are important for you to know what your partners is. That's like mm. what the studies said is that it helps your relationship if you know your partners, because mm. at least they're giving you an indication of what's going to make them feel good. Right. And so it wasn't that they were non-existent. It was just that they 
aren't necessarily this like be all end all. Well, it's a little similar to like personality types, right? Like ultimately there's no such thing as a personality type because people are constantly changing. There are some personality tests that like are a little more accurate because they remove like the heavy bias that so many have. But I think it's kind of like that where you can use it to your advantage in the sense that you can learn about yourself and reflect and think deeper, but you're doing the face again. No, I'm not. <laughs> oh my gosh. Stop. Um, but ultimately it's kind of like easy, not easy, but like people sometimes get tricked into paying for things around personality tests. Yeah. The one thing about personality tests we learned is it's like, they're literally scams. Do not pay for them. Except for like that one. But even then I, no, it was, it was free. Yeah, it was free. It was like, just enjoy it and like literally just do astrology mm-hmm. instead. It's the same vibe. Do you have favorite episodes? Um, this year or yes. Favorite, well, Ozempic because Ozemp- it was the year of Ozempic for sure. From a scientific yes. perspective, if you think about like science stories, like the amount of times we had to just explain Ozempic to our friends and family because everyone was talking about it. I think that the podcast is where we really got into it. And it was just like, yeah, this it's year a fascinating been, drug. And people are still talking about it. I feel like it's not quite white is in the zeitgeist but i still hear friends talking well and because now the science and i want to do one in the new year is is like realizing that it could be an anti-addiction drug like they're realizing Mm. now that they have people taking ozempic on mass and studying Mm. them it has other like implications that i think could be really promising like it's just it is sadly like if like you were like reflecting in a textbook like it's the year of ozempic Mm -hmm. for good or for bad reasons i think the most famous reasons are it's like celebrities just like becoming skinny yeah it's interesting it's just like yeah like kelly clarkson skinny and everyone's like ozempic like it created such a zeitgeist moment that like maybe she's like extremely dieting and like doing other things but it's like if you got skinny quickly in 2023 and you're rich Mm -hmm. people assume you're on ozempic which is really interesting because i think last year this time no one even if you said ozempic they'd be like did you throw up like what word was that when adele lost a bunch of weight it was like pre-ozempic right yeah and what do you mean well people were just like oh she must have like changed her oh like if adele had a big weight loss this year this year everyone would have assumed it was like ozempic and honestly like those la freaks they've probably been on it for like years so like she could have been i have no idea i'm not trying to like put a judgment on adele i just mean that happened like a few years ago or a year ago right like i feel like her reveal where she was like suddenly was a long time ago yeah yeah so it's like interesting that that wasn't if it had happened this year, that would have been part of the conversation. Um, um, also, yeah, I liked a lot of our sex ones. I liked the edging one. <laughs> I liked the ketamine one, which is linked to sex, sex drive. Is there any specific science that like stood out to you this year? I'm trying to think well, of, like, the sex stories. drive one and like horniness, <laughs> just like the sort of science of how like our phones and our addiction to social media and the dopamine hits are also affecting our craving of like sexual desire and though all and that although sex drive is potentially like i just feel like sex drive is an interesting thing like it's decreasing in in some aspects because people are maybe getting too much stimulation from porn and not getting horny in real life Mm -hmm. but then at the same time there's a lot of people dealing with hypersexuality disorder because they're like on like instagram has become like a porn device and like so has tiktok like I feel like there is for young people and I include us in this people on the internet, a weird, like, I think it's affecting people's brains and neurology in like a sexual way. That is like fascinating. That is going to change a lot of people. 
people's lives and now and in the future. And it, it is literally TikTok and Instagram like pushing the lines of. Do you think we're going to see anytime soon bigger backlash towards social media? I don't know. I don't know. We've been talking about this. Well, however long side note's been on like have seven years. Yeah. If you go back to original Do you side, think? Yeah. It's like literally social media addiction is one yeah. of our first episodes. So, but it was actually so different then. Like, it's interesting to think it's the it? same problem. It it was like TikTok didn't even exist. But it was that. But like, I mean, it just is. If anything, it's just extrapolated. It's yes. not gone in any other direction other no, than it's more worse, intense for sure. But it's funny how it's different. Where I'm like, oh, that cute like 2016 internet was like barely addicted. Yeah, I was like addicted <laughs> to like a cartoon like meme that was like a pun. Yeah, like a picture. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we were all like, we can't get enough of it. Although Vine was a long time ago, and that was yeah, that's that true. was like TikTok and early. Yeah, and I was scrolling Vine and was blown away by its like immediacy and like blown away that they managed to fall apart because it was sort of like this mm. is so captivating, funny, created so many stars. Like it was the it, it's that was a long time ago, and I think it had the same. I just can't impact. figure out if it's like negative enough that we're going to come to a head at some point with social yeah. media or like to be regulated. If we're just like old enough to care. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. but there are so many studies that are like young people are depressed at like way higher rates than ever before recorded and like struggling like with, happiness. but it would be hard to be like, Oh, that's social media. If that's all you've ever experienced. You would just, maybe yeah. not be able to understand that it could be that. That's what I mean. That's what makes me nervous that it won't stop. But then at the same time, you see things that have been pushed back on and regulated, like whether it's smoking. And I know that's a very different thing than like watching something like it feels and smoking can impact people around you. So it's like easier to regulate something that you could hurt other people with. And there is sort of like a Gen Z, like celebrity, like Olivia Rodrigo, who's like, I don't have TikTok because I'm trying to be off my phone and like Emma Chamberlain getting rid of her TikTok because she's like, I can't be on my phone. I'm wasting mm -hmm. time. Like there are young celebrities who that's kind of like their story. And that has maybe an that'll, Yeah. Like maybe younger people will rebound towards Or it that. means that they're not completely oblivious. If like someone right. like Emma Chamberlain's like, I just need to read more books. It's like, okay, yeah. so it's not like a millennial thing. I don't thing. mean like anyone's oblivious, but I guess I was just thinking like, are we going to come to a head or is there like enough pressure behind fixing this or not that it's just going to like become a bigger and bigger problem forever? Yeah. It's, it's a good question. Like we're I, so in the thick of it yeah. right now that it's, and it's not like we're hearing a big and call it, to regulate it or like help people. It is this manage sad, like tell so textbook, like of our larger time, people will be like, and that's when humans were addicted to their phones. And mm -hmm. it's like, ugh, I don't want to be alive during that shitty textbook time. <laughs> like obviously there's going to be other things like, and or we're never going to look back and say that because forever on yeah. people are going to be addicted. to. No, but I do think that the technological advancements of the early 2000s to now are unique and what will be known for. Even if they keep advancing, people mm -hmm. will know it's when the Internet was like created. started. Yeah. Like the Internet is going to be the crux and spine of our. But don't you life. think one day the Internet's going to be like old news? Like how radio mm. waves are old news, but they're still around. But like no, no one's like, uh, and the radio is making people go crazy still. I don't know. Because the internet is so a part of like AI or driverless cars yeah. or any aspect of future technology that like even solar panels, like green energy, mm -hmm. they rely on. The, like the internet is, I think, not going to be old news, but it's going to be old news as a new and novel concept. Yeah. But I do think it is the backbone of like every technological advancement, almost in the way that like. 
understanding biochemistry or like microorganisms are the background of like all of medicine. Mm -hmm. It is a fundamental part of our concept. Yeah, Yeah. That is extremely unique, but is not, um, it's attached to everything in a way. It drives me crazy. I know we talk about this so much, but it's just like, does anyone out there have a solution to stop using our phones? Literally like July 19th, (laughs) one of our podcasts, smartphones, are they changing your body? It's like, I like that one. It was about like how we're like Like hunching. Our thumb nerves are getting messed. Our brains are changing and like are literally becoming hypersexualized. So yeah, no, I don't, I I know. It's like our podcast now. It's like leave your phone in another room. God damn it. That's the only solution is to not have one. I know. I also really like my favorite quote that I made up. Phone is chips. We've talked about it here (laughs) before, and I'm addicted to chips. And so if chips are in the house, I'm gonna (laughs) eat the chips. And the phone is in the room. I'm gonna use the phone. But it's actually way harder with the phone because chips is like one identity, one use, and a phone is like infinite use almost. Like. I've been trying to like work on some music and I was like, Oh, but I, if I'm on a walk, I want to be able to record audio notes. Cause often it's when I'm like doing nothing, not you listening need like to a something can, like a little recorder. I know, but that seems crazy to be like, okay, I have to buy all these. Like, <laughs> I need to buy a calculator and I need to like, Oh, what are all the things I am excusing myself to use my phone for? Yeah. Because I'm like, Oh, but I actually do. Duolingo use needs like a big yeah, like, separate, like, give me a, like a toy, like Duolingo, like, like a kid's little fake laptop. That's Duolingo. It was also the year of, um, like testosterone supplements, like breathing, de- mm. like Huberman, Huberman, True. like men. Huberman had it was his his year, year of like <laughs> daddy optimization and <laughs> daddy op- like optim the optimization of your body bled into every circle. It felt like this it has used been to a be long a bro time coming, thing, though. but now it's like my gays, my girls, like yeah. everyone's sort of like trying to figure out how to quote unquote like live longer or and like, like be faster better stronger in or like third wave every... medicine like making sure that you live so that you're healthy longer not like just going to the hospital because you're sick like that that mm-hmm. book outlive like i feel like that was a big part of this year i assume it will continue into next year but like things change rapidly <sighs> and it's like how much information about breathing and like there supplementation can... be, though like i think i think that as much as it's ramped up has been a a common thread for like decades of like people constantly trying to find the next new way to improve yourself. So know what I think this year's was, it was hormone replacement therapy hilariously for like straight guys who are like anti-trans, but it's like, (laughs) there was a lot of like, okay, if you need to go to your doctor, you need to get hormone tests because a lot of issues in your life might be related to either Mm -hmm. low testosterone or high testosterone. This is for women and men. Mm -hmm. Menopause had like a huge, rethink around like whether or not we can just use hormone replacement therapy to help women cope with. I feel like there was a lot of like, I bet doctors are constantly being like, oh, someone's coming in asking for like a hormone test. Mm. Like it feels like there was this weird, like biochemical wave. And I literally think it's Huberman. And like, well that, I mean, I also think more and more th- that's been coming for a while as well. Cause there's a lot of like gadgets and stuff that now proclaim to help you measure things like instantaneously that can connect with your phone, whether that's something you might sleep with, whether that's something like a sugar, what do you call it? Like a glucose monitor on your body. Like yes. Yeah. People yeah, yeah. are more and more doing like wearables that track you. And so people are starting to think like I can, 
like track my oxygenation in my blood and that can help me figure out like even when we were like we were with someone recently who was like talking about oh like based on my little heart monitor thing that i wear on my watch it i can tell if i'm about to get sick because my vo2 max or something like some some weird variable that they were like a day before you get sick this changes and i was like is that real (laughs) um but they were like yeah like oh it was no it was their um what's it called like something to do with their heart rate variable heart <laughs> okay never mind i forget but it was just interesting to think about how e- people of all ages are like identifying with this and being like how do i like hyper focus on my diet and my exercise and how i work and how i'm productive i don't know but it's it, a different way it's not about like a lot of people still want bigger muscles or whatever but no it's about this concept of living healthier longer mm-hmm. has taken over and I think trying to blame fatigue or things that people would have just dealt with before, like mm. on something. Or or didn't deal with before because we're in like a way more intense, fast paced world. Yeah. True. And we're on screens 24 yeah. seven that we're like tired <laughs> yeah. from it. But we're like, why are we tired? There's like so many people like I'm like so many people I know got hormone like like tests this year. Really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't. Did you? I didn't, but we know who they are. We don't need to name. I names. don't know who they are. Well, I do. I'll tell you after. And it's like <laughs> everyone you know. Um, do we want to take a little break? Yes. And okay. then come back. And I feel like we have lots of other science as well as cultural moments we need to touch and on. Babes. And I want to talk about resolutions, both like oh god the idea of it as well as like what we're thinking for the next year. And oh god, what okay. y'all should be thinking. Okay, I'll take a break and we'll be back. Masterclass makes a meaningful gift this season for you and anyone on your list because both of you can learn from the best to become your best, from leadership to effective communication to cooking. Whether you're watching Masterclass on TV, listening in audio mode, in the app, or on their site, the quality speaks for itself. How much would it cost to take one-on-one classes from the world's best? Easily hundreds to thousands of dollars with a Masterclass annual membership It's $10 a month to get classes from 180 plus instructors. One of my favorite classes that we've taken so far is learn to manage your relationships with Esther Perel. I got into her podcast. This class was amazing. It was like extra information, almost like private therapy. Mitch and I did it together and we learned a lot. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. A lot of personal things came out. We will talk about those probably on the podcast sometime soon. So this holiday season, give one annual membership and get one free at masterclass.com slash side note. Right now, you can get two memberships for the price of one at masterclass.com slash side note. Again, that's masterclass.com slash side note. Offer terms. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Apply. So, and we're back. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> what? wow. No, I just forgot. I was like, oh, I'm recording. <laughs> We've never done a like break like that. So wait, so we didn't you, do a you want to talk about pop culture moments? Like you mean like oh, our Barbie I episode? Thought, yeah, <laughs> I was just thinking like, I don't know, this is a little year recap. Most of our podcast is just going off on tangents and talking about The Last about of random. Us, that was a scientific. That, okay. The Last of Us was something that made me feel like this year was long because I was like, that feels so long ago yeah, and irrelevant true, true, now. True, 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 but true, at the true. time it was like so fun and I felt like everyone was watching it. And it was just like a fun. I hated the ending. Oh yeah, but it was apparently true to the video game. Oh, whoops. Do okay. You Good job. think it's sad to care so much about what media and pop culture? Like, like I know I said this the other day, but I like I'm most looking forward to next year, the House of the Dragon coming out. Yeah, like <laughs> Mitch like, had a qu- Mitch was like, sad? yeah, Mitch was with our friends, and it was like, what are you looking forward to? And they all started talking about their life and stuff, and then Mitch kind of was like, gulp was like, I meant like. I'm just most excited about House of the Dragon. I don't think it's bad. Like, you know, we're gay. Does that mean I don't have much going on? Well, we don't. But um, (laughs) being gay, pop culture is like innately important unless you're just, you know, an alt gay who loves Twitch streaming or some shit. But actually, that is pop culture. But like... um, (laughs) And you're an alt gay? No, but I love pop culture. I'm saying like, who are the gay guys that are like, oh, I don't really like pop culture. It's like, so you hate yourself. I'm kidding. I'm just <laughs> oh saying that like, God. it's okay for you to like care about pop culture in the future and this year. Cause I just think being gay, it's like uh, just a part of it. But mine are never like that gay. Mine's truly. The Zelda. house of the dragon is like, it's like Queens and dragons. It's gay. Oh, like, I guess that's gay, it's but it's gay. like, it's very straight as well. It's not. It's like, isn't it? Isn't it like, like girlies? And yeah, nice actually, dresses? this like, season I'm is like the like, girlies are going after. Yeah, each no, other. like I'm just like it's gay. Well, obviously, every I, form of media is gay. I was so excited <laughs> about Zelda that came out this year. That's also kind of gay. I don't know if that's. I have gay. no idea why, but I'm just like. <laughs> I mean, of all like. If like someone like guys walking down the street and they're like, "What's your favorite video game?" and they say Zelda, I'm like, mm, "He probably wants me to blow him." Oh more than God. it, more than it being like GTA or like I don't know, I don't even know like those. Yeah, like, that's fair. All those other ones like Halo. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I hate you so much. But you know what I mean. Like Zelda is like again A softer. There's gems. There's girlies. There's cute guys with butts running around. I don't know. Gem- oh gems like rupees nah, i don't know like there's like it's like it's there are colorful gems too actually yeah You're right. you know you know the game like you cared about the last of us pretty gay you know like the whole storyline with the girl is gay you cared about barbie gay you cared about zelda yeah we gay. still didn't see oppenheimer because we're gay like there's just certain things <laughs> but we're also science gay it's actually funny we didn't well see to be fair 
Okay, I love Christopher Nolan. This is the straightest thing I've ever said. I love Dunkirk, one of my favorite <laughs> movies. <laughs> Actually, my story about Dunkirk is like the biggest bro from my high school saw Dunkirk in front of me, like by coincidence. And I was kind of like, oh, there's the bro from my high school. We leave Dunkirk, a Christopher Nolan war movie. I'm so excited to bond with him because I've actually completely moved and blown away by this artful film. I got to him. I'm like, oh my God, Dunkirk was so, so good. Eh? And he was just like, I didn't really like it. And I was like, <laughs> you're gay. Like, I was like, what? Like, after all these years of me trying to fit in, I finally like Dunkirk and you don't. Yeah, gay. Um, I love Christopher Nolan, but there was something about Oppenheimer. Do you love him? I mean, like, love memento i love dunkirk i think it's one of the best movies ever made oh wow i hate that magic one no offense because you love it he's up and down like prestige or something oh my god you hate that yeah i do hate yeah Greg, it's an amazing i know i know you i'm saying with christopher nolan i love Love or 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 i don't like and so the fact that the reviews of oppenheimer were so mixed mixed and a lot of people i cared about being like it's truly boring I was like, well, I don't know if I have three hours in the middle of summer to devote. Yeah, that's fair. I would like when it comes out. Is it out? Like, I'll but watch it. But then there's that home. whole thing with Christopher Nolan where you're like, is it even worth it if it's not in the theater because it's so loud? But then I also heard it was too loud. You couldn't hear. Like, it's just like, <laughs> and women are portrayed horribly. Like, there's, yeah. you know, like, I didn't see Oppenheimer and I'm, I'm not that upset about it. No, that's true. Even though he's made some of my favorite movies. I still got to watch it, I think, at some point. Yeah, we, we will. I guess, like, going back to my question, though, it's like, now, for example, that, not to bring it all back to Zelda, but I'm, like, sad because I have to, like, wait, like, six more years what? for another one to come out, maybe. Oh, you're talking about and I'm just looking like, forward to things? Yeah, and I'm like, how do Well, I... you're still playing Zelda. Just keep playing it. I know, but I'm a, just I'm just about to beat it, and I'm so scared. No, I, like, over. no... AKA the read one of my favorite podcasts. They are s- just keep playing it. Even if they beat yeah, it. Yeah. But I'm like, I noticed with the last one, I, after I beat it, I stopped playing it. Okay. Well, well I mean, I, I'll take it. Then don't beat it. But I mean, I'm trying to think of other things that I'm like looking forward to. Well, why can't it be about your own life or science? Like, about. Know what I'm looking forward to? The complete fall of Elon Musk. <laughs> like I just feel like nothing is going well. Everyone's recalling, people are recalling their Teslas. Like, yeah, I think when I looked that up, it was a software update they just have to do. It's called a recall, but they're not. You don't have to bring it in. You but still, he's getting in trouble. Stuff. Everyone's like, this isn't an autopilot. Like, they, you can't yeah. even call it that anymore. Like, mm. the things that he is most renowned for are even falling for him. And yeah. I just feel like there's been some interesting profiles I read this year. Like, he's going crazy. Yeah, he's I crazy. really have had a hard time with him, even in his heyday when like every liberal person was like, he's going to save the world. I was like skeptical. So I'm excited for the continued fall. Mm-hmm. No, it is actually quite satisfying. <laughs> but like, but I feel bad because I'm like, I do want some serious climate change changes, yeah. but I want them to be bureaucratic and I want them to be government on top of industry, not industry saying they're going to beat the government. And then not doing anything. Which is, like he's just, the epitome of. Just it's like, like focusing on being capital. Like, I don't want to be regulated. Running. I don't want to yeah. pay tax. I'm going to move to Austin. Austin's going to fall too. Okay, whoa, what am is I it? saying? <laughs> no, it's just like, it's becoming, Austin's no longer weird. It's like extremely corporate. Because a lot of people mm-hmm. are going there like to not have to pay tax. It's becoming the new Silicon Valley. Um, yeah, that makes sense. I, not that I'm like looking forward to the downfall of Austin <laughs> and and Elon Lost Musk. Another demo. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> but there's something about this coming year when I'm predicting and like I just think he's gonna have an even harder time. And yeah, 
Yeah, he's like a villain I can get behind, like, rooting against. I know, but it just feels like it's still And hard. good God, if we have to keep hearing about Trump, I'm, like, just, I don't, I don't want to deal with that election. Also, just, I don't want to deal with the election here in Canada. So, like, we're just, yeah. actually, let's avoid that. Well, at least, like, it could be two, it's two years out, right? So, 2024 can yeah. still be a slay. I don't think it's gonna, oh, 2024, you're saying. Yeah, like, they're the elections like, in Canada. No, but I think the American happening. one's next year, isn't it? I don't know. Who cares? Moving on. Um, I don't know. Like, what other things happened for you this year? Oh God, don't say. Why? We had we had we called it our semi-retired year because we got to go like travel a lot this year, which was yeah, nice. that's true. And I think I'm ready. <laughs> but what I did learn, I would say, is like that we've had a lot of fun, and I am excited to like hit the ground and traveling work is harder won't fill any holes if you're like us who like have ample opportunity and are looking for it to fill holes. It can. Or, but temporarily fill holes a weird, weird term like traveling is a really amazing experience and can be awesome but like i don't think you can yeah it's not like you can't just have that be your temple yeah. if that makes sense or i feel like the idea this is another thing from this year was like the new yorker article about like <laughs> why traveling is like dead or whatever it was like really funny but what i think is the idea that traveling you go and you come home and it's like your life's changed mm-hmm I think we've traveled too much for that to happen anymore. I think it yeah. used to happen when we would be working so hard traveling. and then we would get a release and then we come home and it would be like, Oh wow. Like it makes me think when oh, everyone's so different. And we mm-hmm. like, but now it's sort of like, it does fulfill me. But the second I get home, it, it's lost. It's like staying power. Sure. Yeah, it's like I'm immediately sense. like, Oh God, should I go somewhere else to be stimulated? <laughs> like I don't keep what I've learned in the same yeah. way. Or we've traveled so much that we haven't like, it was so interesting. It's harder to be culture shocked once you've like traveled. Yeah. And like the internet makes it so easy. I'm literally a travel agent. Like my friends call me Debbie. Like I am so good at using my phone to organize and travel. And then like, it's like, it's like, it's just like, and it's like fun for me. But then it's like, there's like no, I'm never lost. I'm always one meter ahead of you on my phone, knowing exactly where we're going. <laughs> if anything, like traveling is probably more fun for you because I'm a full-time travel agent for y'all. Oh yeah. I just get to like blindly wander and follow you. It is. Yeah. It is like, maybe it's on me. I need to figure out why I always need to be a meter in front of everyone on my phone, knowing where we're going. That's something I have to figure out. I have to get lost. It's more. impatience. I'm extremely impatient. Yeah. Okay. Should that be a resolution? That should be, that should be an episode because I need to know Impatience. more before I can make a resolution. Of yeah. it. How do you make a resolution about being impatient? Like st- I'm going to stand in more lines. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to like, if I stand in lines, I'm going to like, yeah, no, we oh. should do an episode on that because I don't, yeah. it'd be interesting to learn like, what can you do? I and mean, where does it come from? I mean, obviously parents, <laughs> hey, mom and dad. <laughs> everything's their fault. Um, yeah, but it, it is like, what is that anxiety? You're not impatient. You're very patient. Yeah, I think so. In like a psycho way that drives me crazy. Uh, <laughs> because we'll be, I'll be like, we don't need to stand in this line. You'll be like, no, we do. It's like, <laughs> we don't. Yeah, but then what happens? Greg switches the line and his goes slower. That, that, yeah, that has And then I'm just like, times. see, you can't know which yeah, line is yeah, faster. Yeah, so yeah. just like deal with it's it. It's a serious <laughs> issue in my life. Wow. Okay. So next year, there will be an early or in the year, there will be a side note podcast with lots of scientific information about impatience. Well, I, I hope I, par- it, part of me thinks like, is there science? Yes. Yeah, so there'll be psychology about it. There'll about be a lot of studies on it. For sure. There will be. It's a, it's a, a l- as an impatient person, I know that other impatient people, as we grow old, are aware of it, that there's 
ample, impatient neuroscientists and psychologists who are like, this is going to be my PhD because <laughs> it is like an, it's a very obvious personality trait that a lot of people have. Mm-hmm. And I can see it in a lot of people. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. But it's like, you know, we talk about all these things like changing them will change anything. It's like, then I'm not impatient, but I'm just happy in every other unhappy in every other way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like you can't win. Yeah, we're definitely in our like. I'm in my existential era, but maybe I've always been in that era. You, Mitch, you've always been in that era. Not always. Yes, maybe you since have. I was like 23. No, the or, second I met you, you and you were like, I was existential. 20, you would be like, you met me when I was 18. By okay, the way. but you'd be like <laughs> reading Gandhi and being like, that doesn't mean I'm existential. People, but you were always. And I was not reading Gandhi. Oh, <laughs> you were always. It was the Dalai Lama. Oh shit! But you were always like. That's what I liked about you. It was like, oh, you're like you'd wanna talk about like why are we here? Like you had like a philosophy. Yeah. Yes, kind of. Yeah, I've been interested in philosophy and spirituality and even like. That's religion. all linked. But yeah, it might be linked. But my like existentialism now is not. I guess it's intertwined with that, but it's not the same to me. Like it's a different kind. Yeah. Yeah. I like I think, mean. and I just wonder if other people feel like, I know lots of people do feel this, but I mean in general, like you got a lot of success and you got a lot of money and now you're existential in a new way. Cause they're like yeah. those things that you put value on don't actually matter to you. And you thought they would matter more. Yeah. I guess that's not fair. to completely read you to film. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm just trying to figure out like what to do with my life. And like, it sounds like it's not <laughs> coming. Anyone listening to this is just like, they're fucked. Yeah, for sure. But if they've been here this long, they already knew that. Yeah, I guess they know. <laughs> and here we are talking about this again because people often message them being like, I related to that. And it makes me feel good. Well, yeah. And like so many YouTubers and people in our position are just like, okay, we're going to another 10,000 million. It's like, yeah. are you, how are they so motivated? Why well, does it just feel like we're the only people on YouTube who are like, we're not uh, the only people I'm wondering about other people uh, and how they feel about, well, I've lost my train of thought now. Actually. Sorry. How they feel about what? lost it i'm so sorry yes you should be wow oh my god no i was impatient yeah no (laughs) i don't know i just wonder like um if this is a growing phenomenon because of the like the state of the world also giving a lot of people a lot of anxiety feeling as a result yeah and like i know i'm i know i'm lucky and privileged in like so many ways and that my version of this may not relate to everyone because i know a lot of people also feel this but because they're like seeing the struggle of like so many people like like the widening gap of the middle class and it's hard to not and be like what's the point like so many people are i think are asking like what's the point of working so hard when you're like struggling so much yeah and, and the world is struggling. Yeah, there's so much like turmoil and we're stressed about climate yeah, change and, climate and this earth's falling apart. Like I know that's yeah. like a negative view at all, but I do think more and more people might be kind of feeling this. Like what am I doing this for? And I don't mean this in like a depressed way. Like maybe I've gone through darker times in the past, but right now I'm not I'm not saying like, oh, it's not worth living. It's more just like what what should I be doing? Like, what is the point? Yeah. I think you need to figure out what you want more than true. Other like people need to figure that's out. That's true. Like I think you it's don't partially you because want. like, yeah, we, or we've done s- uh, like what I wanted with ASAP science. I feel like we've done. And now I'm, I don't want to like stop it. I think I don't want to let it go, but I maybe need to find yeah, this a podcast new thing to is chase like the after. Only thing that we like, like about it right now. <laughs> it's not, it's not true. Sorry. 
but it's um, <laughs> this is the most fun part of our job. Uh, well, and wearing, the other parts are more repetitive. That's all. Yeah. And, and we need to figure out if we want to do them, how to bring in a new level of creativity. Yeah. I think that's what's missing. Once you do anything for long enough, it just becomes a little bit autopilot. And I, I hope that's actually the problem because I sometimes feel like, Oh, it's like not like, it's hard to chase something when you don't have something you want really badly. Yeah, I know. Although you've always wanted things more than me. I've always, you know, you're right. But I feel like that relating to wanting things, I've always admired about you or I've always been like, whoa, he really wants something. Well, then I wonder like, so when you don't want something and for those people out there who are like, oh, there's nothing I really want. And I'm just like, fine. You're just fine. You don't have to think. Well, about it. I was for a long time, but then not now. <laughs> <laughs> like not in the last like month and a half. Because I'm so jealous of people who are just no, like, No, I honestly chill. was good at that. And I always remember thinking that about you being like, why, why does he want so much? Like, I'm fine. Like, but it's worn out. It's worn off. And I'm, I'm becoming... I'm like, I, I don't know what I want. I need to want you? something. I'm wearing but like I'm depression pants. But I'm trying to do the opposite. Wait, what? You're what? These are like the pants that YouTube gave me. Oh, like, truly? Well, people are often like, Greg, where did you get those pants? And that's when I'm like, y'all don't have good style. Because <laughs> oh, these are no. my depression <laughs> pants. Like, these are... They're truly covered in like the most disgusting They're disgusting. <laughs> I mean, they make my ass look thick. It's like one thing I've noticed. So it's like, even though they're my depression pants, at least I can turn around in the mirror and go... That ass, <laughs> but they're absolutely disgusting. I've biked in them so much that the dirt has it's come like up mud. and it looks like I just shit my pants. Oh like, my God. And I remember when they gave them to me, I like laughed and was like, I will never wear these. And then I find myself walking all over Toronto. Those are your most worn in pants. like in the winter, just being everyone being like, so he's in third year and he is just like, you know, doing the like in a small town, yeah, yeah, small town, Toronto. third year, like student who's just like grabbed, who has like a big exam coming up because he's just wearing his PJs. And it's like, <laughs> no, I'm 35 years old and I'm just depressed. I feel like I'm, I'm like, on the precipice of a wave of motivation that's it's not quite here yeah i hope but i think everyone kind of feels that in the new year i'm hoping it's real because you know like the new year yeah. a like we're gonna have like a, a week and a half or a couple weeks off and so it feels like exciting to get to that and then you're like and i have time to like what do i it's endless possibility what do i want the next year to be one thing i was saying to greg recently and maybe this will like resonate with other people recently i've been feeling like actually there's so many things I want to do. I was thinking of possible resolutions. Like I really want to continue to learn Spanish. I want to get back into piano. I want to write more music, both like, like play classical music, but like write contemporary music. I want to, what are the other things I want to do? I'm forgetting. Girl, I like, don't know. You, if you want things, you tell me. Anyway, I want to like get I on Survivor. Stop girl. Oh yeah. I think you should stop saying yeah, that. Yeah. I every time you that. say it, I'm like problematic. Oh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Problematic. <laughs> it's just like basic. Um, but I've been thinking like, oh, there's so many things I want to do and there's not enough time because half like whatever X amount of time my day is working and then I'm tired at night and where do I fit all these things? And I had to like you have to slow want down. Less? Not want less. I um, thought what a wonderful thing to want to do lots of things. And I oh, have the rest wow. of my life to keep trying to do all these things. Like, okay. Another one's like fitness. Like I want to keep uh, working out and I want to like go to like a, the Zen temple and do that more regularly and like wow. meditate and stuff. And so I often feel like, ah, oh, there's all these things and like, there's no way I can do them all. But now I'm kind of like, it's okay if you don't do them all immediately. Like yeah, I can find yeah. a way to do a little bit at a time, choose the ones that are the most exciting now. But for me, like, because I have a lot of like temporal anxiety, like um, anxiety over time, like running out of time in life yeah. and even just like in the daily life of like, there's not enough time to do the things I want. Tiempo. Trying to chill a little bit and just be like that's a that's a 
good thing to want to do lots of things. Like I still wow. want to learn. Yeah. I used to like I learned guitar a little when I was young. I'm like I want to do that. You know, like there's so many things I haven't tried, but I guess I have my whole life for it. Okay. Is that helpful at all? Um, or is that weird to say? I was just kind of like feeling no, that, and then I, I was like, I think it's helpful for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it might be true. I'm like, I didn't yeah. mean helpful. I just meant like for some reason I felt like sharing that because I felt like I've had a lot of anxiety about that for years, feeling like, oh my god all these things I want to do, I'm neglecting most of them. Huh. Like these ideas, like I want to write a musical as well, you yeah. know? And I'm like, I'm so far behind. No, but you have, no, it isn't, it is definitely a nicer way to look at it for sure. Yeah. Like what a great thing it's just to be like, I have stuff to do worry, until I'm a hundred. Yeah, no, that's true. My worry is that then I wouldn't do it. That's all. Oh, like I still, yeah, I still feel like, okay, if you want to do it, you have to put some action into it, but it's like, it doesn't, Maybe, I'm also impatient. As maybe because I'm, so I'm a perfectionist. I'm a perfectionist. So I'm like, if I can't put eight hours a day into it, it's not yeah, worth my no, time. That is like max perfection. <laughs> You're actually insane. <laughs> he was like, you know what I realized? I think that maybe learning Spanish will be hard. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And you're like, cause I was kind of like, I'm not going to try anymore because if I can't learn Spanish and be fluent in a year, <laughs> then what's the point? And I was I like, didn't say what's the point? Well, like you were alluding. I'm like, yeah. Like when I think about learning Spanish, I'm like, it's a lifelong thing and I'll still never know it. And then I'll die. I didn't mean what's the point. I just <laughs> meant I'm, I'm so keen to be able to speak with people in but Spanish. you might like and, I'm just and like, it feels I'll, overwhelming and sad but i'm like yeah yeah i know i may never yeah. i know i may never like get to a certain point but i'm still so much farther behind than i thought it would be yeah i'm like every I time i literally can barely speak a spanish song that i love i'm like okay i'm gonna try and translate this and then i'm <sighs> like they said but at one point pero Let's, um, yeah, I was going to say, let's talk about, well, I wanted to ask you your favorite album of the year because album or albums don't you have to, well, what you have album? to pick, you have to pick, um, maximum three. Cause I know Greg's <sighs> obsessed with music and okay. my favorite albums of the year are all from decades ago. <laughs> okay. A hundred gecks. Okay. A thousand percent. Um, was it a good music year? Do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god, album. That's really hard for me. Okay, I thought. No, no, I, I can do it. I can do it. Okay. Um, fade, like spelled F E I D. But that's also not known the album as first. Is. is that what his album's called? No. Oh wait, do you want me to know what they're want me to look what they're called? Yeah, people can check it out. Oh, okay. Well, one hundred gex is called like their, it's called, like their album's called like ten thousand gex, which is like really confusing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's their so their other albums called a thousand. Their name of their band's a hundred gex. Their last album, which is incredible, is called a thousand gex, and their new one, which I thought was even better, is called ten thousand gex. That's so good. Wait, that's amazing. I've never really internalized how much of a troll that is. Yeah. Also, their concert was amazing. I like soft mosh with mosh with a bunch of queer people who would like come in the mosh me and they'd be like i love asap science and then like push me and i'd be like oh i'm home oh my god a mosh pit is a truly my hell okay but this was like a queer fun like but anyone really soft mosh in a claustrophobic pit. environment no it was like literally like at one point like someone like tripped and everyone was like she tripped space let's all make a big circle okay she's okay she's okay and then it like kept going it was like it was like Honestly, like, at yeah, a certain at point, it was like, maybe like out. we're all being a little bit fucking gay. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, okay, now I'm embarrassed because the Fade album's called More No Leta Mas a La Oscuridad. And it's like, don't even know what that means. <laughs> Mitch is like on your Spanish game. But it's so weird because his name's like Fade, F-E-I-D, from Medellin. But then sometimes he's Ferxo. And like, I've talked to is Spanish people and been like, I love Fade. And then they'd be like, 
mm, I've never heard of it. And I'd be like, oh, weird. And then they'd be like, oh, you mean Furcho? And I'd be like, oh. what? Well, so, maybe one is his actual name. Yeah. I think Fade's he like his needs stage name to name. figure that out. And then the other question is whether SZA counts as this year because it came out like late December. Yeah, but so many people included that on their album of the year. Absolutely incredible. It's sad because I really like the Rosalie and Rao Alejandro album, but they're divorced. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's kind of like all about their love. And every time I listen, I'm like, oof. Um, well, that was three. Okay, damn it. I could keep going. But, but I, I guess. I guess um, and so, no, what's not on it? Bad Bunny, and that's sad. Oh, that is. Also, sad. Olivia Rodrigo album is amazing. I'm just yeah, I really going. liked that one, actually. Sad. Guts. The Peso Pluma album I loved. The Romy album. Aren't I you going to make. I feel like every year you make a little like Instagram story of your favorite songs while you dance to them, right? Oh, yeah. You so just like, like if get you absolutely want, high. <laughs> and then, like, if you go to Greg's Instagram, you will see him blue in the face high <laughs> dancing to his top 10 songs or whatever <laughs> at some point leading up to the new year. I was like thinking about doing that and I was like, good God, that's embarrassing. But like, I am like, but I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my favorite songs of the year would be Doritos and Fritos by 100 Gex. Okay. Um, Ella Baila Sola by Peso Pluma. Although, Ella Baila... So that's like, she dances alone. Mm-hmm. She dances alone. I Believe by Caroline... <laughs> You're fluent. <laughs> by Caroline Polachek, which... No. The song I believe I love, it's about Sophie, the like, uh. amazing DJ... I only said no, and producer. I feel bad, but just no, like yeah. something no, about I, her no, we're doesn't allowed, as, resonate as with me. Gays, we're allowed to have an opinion on this woman. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> no, she's extremely. I think she's extremely hit or miss for me. Yeah. yeah, but this song is really beautiful. It's about Sophie, the producer who I love, dying, and just like how she'll see her again. And it's like an amazing song, a standout song. Nobody gets me by SZA. Danamos la amistad, Carol G. That's another album that's real, really growing on me. Ugh. Okay, I think I'm we need allowed. to wrap Damn this up. But I think you're we not should allowed talk to go through my tongue. No, no. Okay, go to good. Greg's you, Instagram and you'll see you, this. You like, ended right before I was going to say a Morgan Wallen song. So okay, yeah, smart. canceled. Okay. <laughs> um, actually, do we want to talk about resolutions? I'm just, I guess I kind of already did. Do you have any particular resolutions? Oh my god, I haven't yet. One was I was going to steal from my friend, which is to stand up straight more. <laughs> That's good. If you but like I like really will. I'm extremely committed to resolutions and just like 2000, 2000 sorry, 2019, 2020, 2021. I did them all this year. Well, because remember we told them. ourselves this year we were, A, we weren't here at the beginning of the year. We had taken a big chunk of time off because we yeah. had a 10 year anniversary of ASAP Science. I think this year for us was like kind of low key. We gave ourselves permission to like enjoy the okay, fruits of I our labor. But that. going into this next year, I think we are like, let's yeah. let's have resolutions. I yeah. think it's important for everyone to remember like resolutions often don't pan out, but it is like the beginning of a year, the beginning of months of birthdays are times when it's like, you're more prone to like make um, goals and that's okay. And that's like, they're, they're hard to keep up with, but <clears throat> it gives you bouts of motivation at the beginning of every yeah, month no, I, and every I, year. I love resolutions. I'm pretty yeah, good it's fun. I like blame astrology. Cause like at the beginning of the summer, like I did astrology with my friends on the beach, like eating mushrooms. And it said, you just need to enjoy your summer because you worked so hard to get to where you are. So this summer is about enjoyment. And I literally all summer was like, well, I'm not going to do anything but enjoyment. <laughs> and then here I am being like, what did I do all year? Oh, um, but yeah, so, and we were also going to talk about whether we think it's a bop or a flop our year. Oh. Because that's what was making me think. Oh. So I think my year in theory was a bop mm-hmm. because as I said, 
I listened to the astrology. I did what I wanted. I did all the things one could dream and think would be the bop. Mm -hmm. But then in the end, what it made me realize is sometimes when you think something's a bop, it's a flop. And Mm. it's what I have learned is that I could imagine a year that you think while you're in it's a flop could end up being a bop mm-hmm. because they it's often like say people's biggest challenges yeah, yeah is when you like a lot of people have really hard times in life that they'll say I, d- yeah. I don't wish that away like it defined me yeah so I feel like this year but, was about enjoying a lot of like extreme fun and like obviously people will be like bop 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 to the top some mm-hmm. sign ride that rhythm <laughs> but in reflection it's like oh I think I need to flop more to feel a bop. Yeah, I think I kind of relate to that. Yeah. I think I was. I didn't take enough similar. risks to flop. Yeah, it was like an easy year, yeah. and I think in some ways that was a bop. I think that's what we needed, but I think it's important to just remember, like, life is ups and downs, and busy and slows, and like opposites always, and yeah. like it's good to have to be challenged on one end. And I think taking it slower was because we spent many years feeling overworked and overstressed, and it was like a chance to step down and slow down and like figure out you know, have some rest and not that we're like about to go crazy or something and like do a bunch of stuff. <laughs> oh my God. I would just mean like, it's, it's just a different perspective to be like, I, I would say I had a bop year. Um, but I agree. There's something that's like, okay, but I want to look forward to this year in a different way. I don't want the same year that yeah. I just had. Yeah. Um, which like is at least exciting. It'll be a different year. So we're going to take a couple weeks off and then mm-hmm. we're going to come back and it's going to be about impatience Cochrane's <laughs> 2024 or resolutions. We'll see. One oh, wild. Yeah. And my prediction is Elon Musk is going to fall further. <laughs> and that's my only real science prediction. Okay. Well, we hope you all have an amazing end of year and we'll see you in the new year. Oh, so peace. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.